0: Everyone, you You know know what this is. is. Circle Brothers Podcast. With RJ. Circle Brothers Podcast. You know what this is. All things entertainment. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, and TV shows, and of course tech stuff. This isn't a private conversation. We want to include you in it. Because like I said, when you're rocking with Circle Brothers, you're rocking with the best. you family here. Uh, check the audio version first from my anchor, uh, and also on SoundCloud, and also on YouTube. Ladies and, Ladies gentlemen, and gentlemen, boys and girls, and girls children, children of all ages, ages. Welcome, 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 welcome to Circle welcome Brothers, Brothers, Brothers Podcast. Brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Circle Brothers Podcast with RJ and Eric. What's up, peoples? How is everything? I hope everything is lovely and everything is cool. It's almost the end of October at this current moment. It's about, oh, 60, oh, 50 some odd, 60 some odd degrees outside. It's kind of cold. At least it's not raining like it was yesterday. Yes, yeah, so at least it's not raining like it was yesterday, because we are in Columbus, Ohio, and this is typical for us, so. I'm sorry. And it's not doing the dreaded S word. Well, yeah, yeah. We call it white death. This is, <laughs> <laughs> that is the word snooze. Or oh, the late maker, <laughs> if you're driving <laughs> to <the> work. Right. <laughs> So we don't want it just like Jon Snow. I don't want this. <laughs> so, anyway, um, thank you for everybody for your likes, your comments, your subscribes. Uh, we do have a winner for our Spider-Man giveaway. We will be talking about that in our Facebook post. So if you're joining up with us on Facebook, Circle Brothers or Circle Bros, search for us and you'll be able to find our Circle Brothers logo in the comments. Go ahead and like and subscribe us there on Facebook. And we'll let you know who's actually our our winner for this one. Uh, and we'll also introduce the rules for the next giveaway, which will actually be taking place for the month of November. All right. So outside of that, uh, let's see, there was a number of different things happening over the course of the last, since the last time we actually talked to you. Um, but before we get into that, Eric, how was your day? How was your weekend? How was your week, man? Because have, we haven't talked a little bit. It's been
1: long. Uh, so yeah. this, this, these last couple of days, I've been getting stuff from my wife. Um, she... Uh, yes the iPad so uh, she has an iPad now finally she's Yay. into the future Like her, her original iPad was like the iPad 2 and now she has like the newest one not an iPad Pro though because like, I, was like <laughs> I didn't know that um, but she has a 7th gen iPad and a pencil and um, so she can color and stuff Ooh. and like so that, that's that's and then just work like last week yeah. Uh, we weren't able to do the show because I was in Missouri with my kids. Yay. It was my daughter's uh, senior night last Friday. And then they had a band competition um, on on Saturday. Right. And then uh, so we, we did that, uh, Christy and I. And my mom was out there, Kelly and her husband DJ and their kids. And so we had a good time. Cool. Um, and I think we've now picked up another kid in our family now hey it's, it's cool like uh so Jaden, i know you're listening because you mean me the other day um, <laughs> <laughs> i guess he's i guess he's, he's now he's, like one of my surrogate kids i think i don't know uh,
0: it's a sign of love
1: it is no I, <laughs> like he just like came with us for dinner a couple times and it was just like Here's Jaden. It's like, all right. And he's so quiet. Like, you don't even realize Jaden's there because he's like,
0: we don't need to be
1: quiet this. And he's always just real, just real chill. No problem. Just chill, yeah. And, like, <laughs> is, like I got to show you these pictures from Homecoming because, like, he was in the pictures at Homecoming. And he was just I like, saw the, oh, just Yeah. Day. When I was when I, like with him and I was like, Jaden, you gonna smile? He was like, I was like, <laughs> all right, dog, I got you. I got you. So. Um, but shout out to Jaden, dog. You, you're a surrogate kid, man. You're in. Hey, because when you're rocking with Circle
0: Brothers, you're rocking, rocking it with, with the best. You would know this already. Anyway, so. Uh, what about you? Me, I have gotten to a whole lot of nothing. And of course, you would fall. So let you me put you back up. There you go. So you can sit there and look pretty. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've gotten to a whole lot of nothing um, outside of the shenanigans at work, which I'll leave at work because, yeah, it's work. So, outside of that, nothing really much. Uh, Just been, uh, I think the most recent thing I've actually been doing is just grinding through Assassin's Creed Origins uh, so I can get through that because I still have to get through the one that's after that, that is the Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Obviously,
1: yeah, I haven't even touched that one, and I still have uh, Origins,
0: and I haven't played that since I got it, so... Right, so, and I'm actually going to talk about that actually leads into a good segue too, because as I was playing that... Uh, Ubisoft has actually been getting into a bit of trouble. They actually had their earnings call. Uh, I believe it was either this this past week. Or yeah, the it week was like Wednesday or Thursday. Right. So the reason why Ubisoft is at the edge of this discussion um, is because of the uh, the head of the company actually made a few comments about the. Ease uh, Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. What's the name again? Ease Guerra. Ease Ease For the French people, I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) But you know what this is. So anyway, uh, so he made some comments about uh, the earnings, and the earnings was taking a massive dip. And the reason why for the massive dip is because of... um, Breakpoint sucked. That's why.
1: It was was, fun for a little bit, but let's just be honest. Right, right. What
0: what, uh, what was this one? This was... uh, The Division 2. Breakpoint. Right. This is the new game, and the reason why... Well, well, Division 2 was first. Right. And that didn't sell very
1: well. Right. And then um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint was the other
0: one. okay. And it did not sell as well either. Right, and those are two heavy hitters for their franchises and they really needed those things to actually stick. And they did not do well. They, I forgot what the numbers were, but they were way, way lower than what they're expecting. So what they usually do is whatever is, it's kinda of like the movies where they actually put out a movie like in the first week. In the first week they're looking for it to be big. And based on the hype of that first week they can actually depict on how much money they can make for the next two three four five six months leading on forward and hopefully to pick up new viewers and different things like that that's for the movie side now for the video game side it's kind of like the same thing for the first week they actually introduced their new game once they introduce a new game based off of the hype of it they can kind of project how long uh how much money they can actually make as far as their trend line moving up forward, as more people actually get caught up on the hype and get money in their hands, more people actually start grabbing it and start paying for the game and start playing it and saying all good things about it. And that actually equates to more money, at least from the Ubisoft side. They've actually failed in that aspect in twice because they literally put all their eggs into kind of like two buckets. Yeah, well, that it's just, it's his games as games. A, yeah,
1: well, it's just games as a service. Model that EA was like going through that's, that's like crazy, yeah. and Activision is kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. And when you when you have these games as a service, where you keep rolling out new things, and it's always online, mm-hmm. and not everyone likes those models. Right. And like, so Ghost Recon Wildlands was like a really good game. Right. And I thought that uh, when playing Breakpoint, like. It just is not as good as the first one mm-hmm. and so that is going to uh that's going to be sit sit yep that's baby boy number one yeah uh, because that game did not do very well um you know well division 2 didn't do very well and then breakpoint did not do as well either mm. And so that, that's kind of like, it messed up their models with right, that. Right. Um, I think that's one reason why EA with um, the uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. why they, they steered away from that games as a service. It's like, okay, people do want to play single player campaign games yeah. and they can make money. And right. it's like, yeah, right. of course they can. Right. Um, actually a friend of mine at work, a guy that I've known for years, um, he went and said that uh, Jedi Fallen Order was actually pretty fun. said that there was elements of like tomb raider in it oh and yeah and so so like yeah so he said that like there was a guy that was there playing it and he spent like a good majority of the time because i think they had like three hours to play or something like that he spent a good time in one of like the dungeons and was just like exploring Mm -hmm. and he said that it was very uh satisfying and so that is not something I've heard from, like, a Jedi game or an EA game at that. Mm-hmm. So um, so hopefully Ubisoft takes that and it's like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do this games as a service. Let's, let's go back to campaign game. If there's a chance to add some multiplayer aspect to it, right. to give it a little bit more life, yeah. let's do that. And then hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> they come out with, like, a splinter cell, a next-gen splinter cell. Right. Uh, Not for current gen systems, it's too late for that, but like something for PlayStation 5 and uh, whatever Xbox is going to call the next
0: system. Now, from what Guillermo was saying, just to kind of circle back on that conversation, uh, he, outside of it mentioning the, uh, the actual earnings dive and what actually happened, like I said, the two big games that they were looking for, it was the Was it Modern Warfare and The Division 2, was it? Well, uh... Which one was it? Which game was it? Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Breakpoint. And what was it? The the Division 2. The Division 2. Okay. So... Both Tom Clancy games. Both. Both Tom Clancy games, which is odd that you have released two Tom Clancy games within the same year. But he actually made a very good point in describing why things were the way that they were. He basically said they pushed it out too early. And there was a number of different things that were actually going on with that. Since they pushed it out too early... And because they pushed it out too early and tried to introduce too many things, it actually backfired as far as the plan that they were actually trying to introduce. Mm -hmm. So since it actually backfired, then they're like, well, this is I'm gonna have to go to the go to the people, explain to them what actually happened and why the earnings are going to be taking a dip. So with this one, he said, because of that, we're going to change the model for uh, movies, not movies, but the video games being released forward from us. And we're actually going to take a bit more time. And actually, I think they're going to bump back. uh, They did all three. So, um, Watch
1: Dogs, Legion got pushed back. They're going to push them back. Gods and Monsters got pushed back, which looks like a clone of uh, Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. And um, I forget what the other game was that they. There's another game they pushed back to. So, there's like three games, three heavy releases that they pushed back to FY 2020 and FY 2021. Right. so the games for FY 20 for FY's fiscal year for uh, fiscal year 2020 mm-hmm. we may not see those until like spring summer i mean like when we go to e3 right is when we'll probably hear more about those and see them there so
0: right so and that's what actually uh brought, brought up to the mic of what Guillermo was actually saying is like because of the number of things of, like there's two things is like one Releasing too many of the same quali- same types of games within the same year and also the innovations that they were trying to do within it because if you actually try to deviate and try to do something different, which is fine, everybody likes it when you try to do something different, but when you're trying to do it without giving yourself enough room to grow and for people to adapt to that new change, then it's going to actually kind of backfire, but at the same time, if you're introducing the same type of quality of games, like all these Call of Duties and all the divisions and different things like that. Everybody's already used to the base model of it. And since they're already used to it, they're like, "Ah, eh, it's there. I'll get to it when I get to it. There's no rush to the door to try to get it because you've already played a similar type of game before. Exactly. So you're like, well, it's a shooter, like all shooters. <laughs> so You, you so like shoot people. Right, you shoot people. Imagine that. So with that one, he was like, "Well, we gotta kind of diversify contracts, kind of try to do some things different," which actually touches on the thing that we were talking about last week. We were talking about uh, uh, reboot fatigue. So with them, they used to reboot games. I believe they used to reboot like almost like every year. Not reboot, but kind of like give you a new game every year. And that's the model. He was like, "Okay, we're gonna start to try to get away from that," because I was suffering from the Star Wars model, where you we were trying to release movies every year yeah. until they start until Disney started noticing a dip in their actual funds, or like. Ooh, since, are, are we, okay, it sounded like a good idea on paper, but the people are kind of getting bored with it, so let's just give them a breather, refresh the palette, and then go ahead and introduce something a few years later, so that way it has more of a kick when it actually is introduced. Epic rant on that coming at the end of this episode. Indeed. So, <laughs> outside of that, we'll go ahead and move over into something else here that I was really wanted to talk about, too. Um... The Call of Duty Modern Warfare, for some reason, there's actually uh, information that's in that's actually crashing Xboxes. So if you're picking up Call of Duty Modern Warfare and you have an Xbox, uh, player beware. This is actually coming from Forbes.com, I guess. With this one, they're actually reporting that after the launch, there were some gamers that were actually uh, trying to log in and actually uh, crashed on the servers. And actually, the crash on the server somewhere, somehow, some way, started tinkering with people's Xbox consoles. So, in that, I'm not particularly sure what's going on there, but if you want to find out for more, I'll go ahead and put the links in the description. This is actually from Forbes.com. This is baby girl number two. Her name is Belle. So, if you hear Belle and baby boy number one, which is Samson, they're they're over there with her. (laughs) Yes, and they're beautiful children. (laughs) But anyway, uh, back to what I was saying. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Crashing Xbox One. So, if you have an Xbox One, you have Modern Warfare. May want to be aware of that because it may be tinkering with your system. So, so that's another thing I actually wanted to mention. Uh, Outside of that, um, I believe that is all I wanted to talk about. Oh, movie stuff. Uh, Did you have anything on the video game that you want to talk about before I jump into movie stuff? Well, so,
1: um, I was trying to play the Outer Worlds, Game uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And if you have Game Pass, uh, the Outer Worlds was free on Xbox like great because i was gonna buy it but then i was like why would i have to buy it i have it on game pass Thanks. so <laughs> it was another great reason to get game pass i mean like it's already paid for itself with gears of war 5 and now um the outer worlds which both were those were day releases and i downloaded it what like wednesday night mm-hmm. um because my son reminded me because elijah carl was like dad are you getting the outer worlds i was like eh, maybe he was like it's free and i was like Oh yeah, that's right, because like, it's on Xbox. So uh, so I, I did I did uh, preload it and tried to play some of it. Um, but then I had problems with my Xbox, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I had to reset it completely. Um, and uh, now I can play it again. So like before you got here, I was playing Outer Worlds, which is pretty fun. If you like Fallout, mm. um, especially New Vegas um or any of the fallout games obsidian did the outer worlds it's really cheeky tongue-in-cheek humor it's very well written um and like the jokes that they have in it especially if you love uh like that sci-fi humor you'll love the game so but other than that uh i have nothing else to say about video games because
0: i can talk forever here uh the next thing i want to get into is the movies uh Now, there's a few things that I'm actually going to put some links in the description for when it comes to the movies and some of the articles, too, that we'll actually be talking about. Uh, The first thing I have is something that was very interesting throughout the week. I usually tinker on the Internet, as I usually do uh, at work. Don't tell nobody. So uh, as I'm looking through work, uh, going through work and looking through some uh, YouTube videos, I come across this one that has a very red tint to it. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this one. It looks like it's actually a new trailer for Vin Diesel in his Bloodshot movie. Now, if you're not aware, Bloodshot is actually uh, from a, it's actually a comic book movie. I can't remember whether it's from IDW, or uh, I forgot the publisher for the comic. Let's see, the IDW variant, or some other type of comic, it may actually be variant, as far as Bloodshot. Basically, it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a version of a cyborg movie. Uh, except uh, there's an that's actually in this particular individual who's a war hero, but not war hero, but he's actually a soldier and now the Whoever company is actually working with him or basically using him to go ahead and do a number of amount of things uh, Is actually the whole premise of the actual story for Bloodshot. Uh, Valiant comics. Valiant, okay, so it is actually Valiant, okay So and I, and I actually saw the the trailer for it um I'm on the fence with it. It's, it's kind of like a gray area for me because it's like I'm excited to have Vin Diesel actually try to venture out and do another comic book movie. But as far as the results for it, as far as the trailer, I, I'm not particularly sure. Um, because it almost makes it feel like, as far as the trailer and how it was shot, it almost makes it feel like it was kind of like a, a fan made trailer. It almost feels like it, <laughs> it did, though. It did. I, I, I yeah, so that's why I was looking like, mm, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I. I as far as money wise, I don't think they have a whole lot to actually work with as far as Valiant. So, but I believe they actually did do have a whole lot of money, at least from their perspective, to try to get this movie going. So, they're trying to do what Marvel is trying to do since everybody's in the comic book movies now. So, I respect that. I actually will give that more airplay than anything else because there was something else I saw right after that, which is Jimmy McCarthy is starting to get into superhero movies now, too. So, yes, yes yes your thoughts are like ours at this point everybody in your mom is trying to get into the superhero movie so um i saw this i saw the pictures for because they actually have pictures i don't think they have a trailer yet but it's uh oh gosh Uh, okay (laughs) yeah yeah so if you see me exasperated you know why um with this one uh, as far as jenny mccarthy this particular article um let's see if i can actually get there oh why
1: why 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 Uh, Why? if it's not someone like trying to crack on video like on uh, comic book movies or anything like that those people who aren't getting roles like uh what's her face from friends um jennifer aniston like she she cracked on comic book movies because mm-hmm. she's not yeah because she's not getting roles so no because no one wants to have her There's, she there's no role for her in a comic book movie i'm pretty sure you can find someone where she can be but like just because you're not getting roles on those in these films don't crap on them because like people there's an audience for for every type of genre right, right, right. and if you're not included in that audience then it's you're not included in the audience Right. Don't, don't, don't crap on it. Like, I don't love all rom-coms. I do like rom-coms. So I'm not going to crap on them. Right. Um, I'm not really into horror films at this point anymore in my right. life because right. I've seen enough of them right. that you're not treading any new ground, basically. Right. And so, um, so, but I'm not crapping on that genre. Right, right. You know, or like there's other movies I just don't care about. Yep. But I'm not going to say, I'm not going to tell people, those are crappy films. Or like Scorsese doing the same thing. Dude, you're not making, like your movies, you basically do the same movie over and over and over again. Right. So, like, right. So why she's, crap on them?
0: Right. But and that's the reason why she's probably crapping on them too. And the only reason why is because, like you said, she's not getting any roles. And the, I think the thing that's more important that she's probably... Uh, have have an axe to grind against is because it's popular. Because once upon a time, the stuff that she was actually getting roles for was popular and you paying top dollar for. Now, when it comes to movies, there's a different type of audience that wants something a bit different and now that that... Uh, The audience wants something different, and they're becoming more popular, and you're putting more money towards it, which means the stuff that you used to be able to have top tier in as far as uh, preference and roles and different things like that, now it's becoming second, third, fourth, and fifth tier, which means they're only paying second, third, or fourth tier prices to be able to acquire you for and you're like, no, I am an actor. I deserve the top billing. I deserve top this, that, and top that, but at the same time, those are not the roles that they're approaching you for. And now you're like, well, well I have comic book movies. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can knock on comic book movies all you want. Just like there's people who actually make fun of those people who actually collect toys and those and collect toys and comic books and different things like that. Oh, those are for children. Those are for those. Like, listen, you can knock those things as much as you want to. But guarantee, I'm like, this is funny. This is also a rule in economics, too. This thing and this thing. Those things, and this, and other things like that, those things pay for somebody's college education because somebody bought this, and this, and also other things too. These are consumer items. They hold value because somebody who is in that particular community says, I like this thing enough that I will go ahead and pay for it. You got more than enough people that's actually buying those particular things to be able to pay for cars, homes, college educations, also pay for their electric bill, light bill, gas bill, all those different things. So all these things that you're actually knocking are the very things that are actually paying for somebody's uh, entire lifestyle. So you can knock on it all you want to while you go to your nine to five and you slave away at your job and you're actually bored out of your mind and frustrated, angry, upset. Someone has the luxury of making something that's for entertainment value that actually acts to money and that money in turn turns to in a whole entire lifestyle for somebody that's being paid for so like i said there's different types of communities that like different types of things don't knock somebody for what it is that they actually like because that thing could actually pay for somebody else's lifestyle and it actually is so like i said just because it used to be your thing and it's now moved on to something else no problem you have your choice you can move on to something else or you can actually stick to what you actually know Either way, it's actually fun. It's actually cool. Everybody has a preference. You just need to roll with it. But Melissa McCarthy, though, she's trying to do something different. We're not feeling it. <laughs> so this is not going to get my money because. Oh wait, wait! Yeah, she, yeah. It's Melissa
1: McCarthy? Excuse me. Excuse me, I'm, I do say correct. Melissa McCarthy. Well, that's still a face palm, but like,
0: <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah, Sit there. The
1: but uh, I mean, if it was her, I think her cousin is Jenny McCarthy. Um, that, that goes. would be, that would still be a, like a super face bomb on that
0: right. one. Right, so bar. with this one, it's an article from uh, Daily UK, and this article actually says Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer are ready to save the world to set their superhero movie Thunder Force. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm looking at this picture, and, um, doesn't it give me a vote of confidence for it? This is what the picture is. Okay, stop it. Ah! Basically, it looks like the outfit for the Nova Corps, except they don't have helmets. <laughs> That's pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so I'm going to stop right there. I'm will i going to leave this in the description as far as the link.
1: Oh, my God. And I'm going to say what I always this is say. Right. I just,
0: you be the judge for this one. Because <laughs> if I'm the judge, this is not going to go very far. So, <laughs> oh, God. So, there's that. So, <laughs> Outside of that, uh, the last thing we're going to talk about, uh, well, not the last thing we're going to talk about, uh, let's see. Actually, the world changed gears a little bit. Is there anything that you actually want to talk about? Because there's a couple yes. Of things Yes. Uh, I kind of had to touch on uh,
1: some things here. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. thing that, and this goes back to video game stuff, is that Naughty Dog delayed uh, The Last of Us 2, I know Elijah, it's it sex, oh, uh, to probably. May 29th. But I'm not mad about this, and no one else should be mad about this because uh, it being delayed means that they just need to polish it up. And there was so much stuff coming out around that time anyway, uh, when they wanted to release The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, like, there's so many games to play that I'm not mad about this. Right. Uh, I'd rather them give us a very polished game True. than to not give it to than to give us a pile of garbage that is like Fallout '76, right. which sucked. Uh True. True. So uh, I, I said so that's that. Um, True. True. Now there was like a an actor that uh, that joined the Matrix forefront that that's on Matrix Four now. Hmm. Um and, yes, and his name is, uh, I'm not gonna mess this up. <laughs> y- Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Hmm. Um, he was uh, in, he was a Black Manta. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So what I've heard is he is going to play Morpheus, a young Morpheus, so that's what I've heard. Um, but not sure if that's true or not, mm. um, but as it stands, I'm looking forward to the new Matrix movie. Nice. Um, yeah, I nice. can't wait to see that one. Uh, I I think they start shooting next August, um, hmm. but I'm not com- I'm not completely sure. But that was that was one thing I wanted to say. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, and this is courtesy of one of my coworkers, uh, Veronica. She told me about uh, a new bone uh, bone animated series that's coming to Netflix. If you don't know what Bone is, Mm -hmm. and we're not talking about Bone thugs and harmony this is, is... (laughs) but the creator (laughs) lives in Columbus, Jeff Smith, so um, Bone is about three brothers from Boneville, Mm -hmm. and they got kicked out of Boneville, and they go on these adventures, and so now they're having an animated series, uh, which is great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that, and it got picked up by Netflix, Ooh. so that's going to be interesting. I wonder if um, uh, how they're going to, um, oh, they're cousins, I'm sorry, not brothers, right. um, but how they're going to handle, uh, if they're starting off at the beginning when they get kicked out of Boneville, uh, oh, and, and if they introduce, like, like cool. Thorn into everything. I'm not sure, I mean, I I, I don't know how it's gonna work, but um, I can't wait to see it, because uh, I've been a fan of Bone for a long time, and when I used to go with Damon when he worked at the comic book store there, the Tamarack Circle, Jeff Smith always came in, and so I have a couple comic books signed by Jeff Smith. He's such a nice guy. Cool. Like, we got to know him by name, and he would eat our pizza. Right, 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 right.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Shout out to, you know, we have, uh, even though Columbus is actually a, a hybrid of a big small town, <laughs> we have, we actually do have a lot, a lot of stars that actually used to live here, live close by here and actually interact with the people. So that's actually one of the cool things about it too. So, uh, one other thing I do want to actually uh, talk about too, uh, the new star, the final star Wars trailer. That actually just is this, is this. Can can this lead into my epic rant? Because okay, absolutely. Okay, okay, absolutely. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. So 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 yeah. So remember uh, a few episodes back, if you actually go back in our our YouTube uh, archive, you'll probably actually see some of the uh, conversations that we've had about Star Wars as far as the movie and the trailers and whatnot. And I love Star Wars. Of course, we, we love Star Wars. But you. It, but you already know this already. So anyway, uh, as far as uh, Star Wars the new trailer, one of my predictions I think actually started coming correct. When I actually saw this trailer remember i was saying that you know they have to one of the theories i had was that uh kylo and ray have to basically they're being drawn together of course and you hear palpatine in the background what we're assuming is that they're actually going to meet at a common place somewhere have some type of battle of some sort and because of the the light and dark force that they have that's battling to a degree or whatever is actually feeding in there. Whatever energies are being produced there is actually feeding into this one area for whatever reason I think is either where Palpatine is located and actually somehow that actually feeds into him being resurrected. I honestly believe that this trailer actually confirms a good bit of that. <laughs> so I'll actually leave a, just a bit of that in the description too as far as the new trailer, but you'll probably be able to find out on your own so that's not a problem. Uh, you'll want to make sure you actually look on final trailer, but I'll leave a link in the description. So before we go any further, we're gonna go into your particular rant. Go! I know you have something for it. <laughs>
1: here's, here's here's my issue with this with this trailer. Okay, I watched it. Mm-hmm. I watched the other ones, and I was unimpressed. I was I, I and actually, uh, Christina, I watched it, and she was like, "Oh, I'm getting tingles from like you know the sounds and everything like right, that." Right, right. And I watched it, and I just felt like so. <laughs> but let me let me explain why. Okay okay so i've been we're all huge star wars fans uh me my wife my kids um you know rj and yes. his family yes. all all of our friends much jonathan who actually has said like he's never watched star wars which is a lie because we've made him watch it but um <laughs> it, all the times that that me you damon curtis when we Damn. would have conversations with curtis yeah like we try to figure out what was going on with matrix what was going on with the other movies like the other star wars movies before the prequels came out, we debated about what those were gonna be about and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So we've had this time to sit and think. Um, I remember going to see The Phantom Menace when it came out and when we left that movie in the theater at Lennox and we were like, what in the world did we just watch? And then I remember seeing Attack of the Clones with my brother and then going to go see uh, The Revenge of the Sith with my brother. So it's just like, I've, I've watched every Star Wars movie, but with this new trilogy, and my son is going to be like, Dad, but you liked you liked uh, the Force Awakens. I did. I thought it was a pretty decent movie. It didn't do anything. It didn't tread new ground. Mm-hmm. It didn't do anything that made me think like, oh, okay, they kind of like took the stuff from like the original trilogy and kind of shoehorned it into this movie. Whatever. But right. it wasn't bad. Right. Then you know, Ryan Johnson's debacle of a movie which, and you can ask my wife, when I, we came out of The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. I looked at Christy and I was like, what did we just watch? I have no idea how I feel about this movie. Mm. Because part of me was like, there were some cool fighting scenes like, in it, a, but yeah. then it was just like, I didn't know how I felt about it. Mm. We took the kids to go see it, and then I tried to get Glimmer of Hope because my kids really liked the movie, because right. it's like we take them to go see all the Star Wars movies. Right. But then it's just like, I kind of like some of it, but I didn't like a good majority of it. Okay. Then I watched it again, and I'm just like, "What is this? Like, this isn't the movie I wanted to watch." Like when I think of Star Wars. So then I start hearing more and more stuff about how, because um, like I, I've, I've uh, listened to Rebel Force Radio, you Cray, um, mm-hmm. and and i started to listen to them more, and I listened to them talk about like the whole thing with Bob Iger's book mm-hmm. and how like they duped. George Lucas basically right. and like how he did have he did have story treatments right. for this trilogy right. and he was like, "Well, I mean, I know that I've sold my business to you, right. but like this is this is like my kid and you're taking my kid from me and I know how my kid works." Right. So, can you at least let me have like a little bit to say with what my kid does? And you know, they didn't. They didn't want to take it. Right. And then when I hear what J.J. Abrams did and it's just like, dude, I don't really like j.j abrams now so i'm hearing all this stuff and then i get an idea of why i like what made star wars so good like we all used to we all had our feelings about the prequels mm. but with the prequels it wasn't as bad as what we're getting right now mm. and so but you saw it as one cohesive thing so it was like the first act was one through three The second act was four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. And then there's this third act. This third act that feels like it's not a part, even though it takes place in what is called Star Wars, Mm -hmm. but it feels so adjacent to that that when they talked about what's supposed to happen with Mm C-3PO, which I've read a lot of spoilers and stuff, and I'm not going to say anything. But it's like, when in the trailer, he was like, and then Poe's like, what are you doing, 3PO? He's like, "Uh, I'm taking one one last look at my friends. What friends? You don't have. They're not your friends. You spent zero time on on film with the with this group of people, mm-hmm. other than with your stupid red arm. And you came in front of Leia and was like, "Oh, there was Master Luke or something. Or there was Han Solo. That's all you've seen of C three PO. And then uh, with R two D two, he ha- he had nothing to do with these films. Nothing, other than the fact that he powered down because he was sad and Luke was gone. He's a robot. Robots don't get sad and what also makes me mad is they're supposed to and this is not really a spoiler but right. you know because like if you watch the trailer you can see the battle droid in the background right and they, that's where they get they take the battle droid's information uh his his one of his chips and swap mm. c-3po's chip with it mm. that's why in like some of the uh footage that they've the, some of the screenshots they've, they've leaked mm. or not leaked they shown He's holding like a crossbow, like uh, the bow caster mm-hmm. in, in his arms. So it's like he's a battle joy basically. Okay. But you're, you're acting like C3PO is gonna die and he's a freaking robot. And like you can't, you can, he's this. Right. He's this. You can back this up. So like why are you having him say that dialogue? It's dumb. And like this, it, they make me give no cares about any of these characters. Like mm-hmm. when I saw Finn originally, I was like, oh, great. Finn's going to have a lightsaber. They ain't getting a nigga the lightsaber. So it's like, all right, fine. (laughs) But at least give him something cool, right? You can't give the dude a fade. I mean, come on, man! Like, <laughs> out, of, out of the whole universe, ain't one black barber that can cut his hair, give him a decent edge up or something? Come on, man! Like, this is the kind of stuff that makes me upset. And then, like, you, you know what I mean? So, like, and then with Poe, I don't, I don't feel nothing for Poe. Like, in the second, in, in, in the Last Jedi, he was supposed to, like, he he had a leadership role, but then he turned out to be this huge douchebag that didn't want to listen. And then like they lose all their ships. Which you're telling me that the 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 Yeah, I know where you go. The first order has the ability to track people through light speed. Ooh. Light speed, but you couldn't catch them? Come on, man. Yeah. Like this this is the kind of stuff that makes me like, alright, I have to suspend some disbelief when you watch these right. movies. Right. I get that. Right. I get you have to suspend some disbelief. But the story that George Lucas had was mm-hmm. cohesive. Yeah, there were some parts of it where it left it kind of wide open. But he had that for a reason. Because he had been thinking about these movies since he created Star Wars. Right. Like, he had a plan for all of these movies. Right. And sometimes his plan wasn't um, the best written with dialogue and stuff like right. that. Like, the whole thing with Anakin's so like, I don't like saying It's rough and it's gross and it's everywhere. (laughs) Like, that kind of stuff, okay, I can look aside to that. Because compared to him saying that, everything else that's in this new trilogy makes that look like Shakespeare. Mm. I mean, come on, this is, like, ridiculous. (laughs) And so, am I going to see Star Wars? Duh, I'm going to see it. But I'm going to crack on it all day long (laughs) when I go to see it. Because I found out what happens in this movie. Mm. And when I told my son... And I had a conversation with Correa about this. We both were just like, and I'm not going to say what with said because it's expletive latent, but, like, <laughs> we'll go from both of us, though. But, like, it, it just is like, really, this is not, like, from now on, Star Wars is episodes one through six. Everything after Jedi didn't happen, except for Rogue One. I Well, Rogue One, I'll say, happened. Right. Solo didn't happen for me. But all these other movies, yeah. It's Star Wars but it's like the expanded universe that's like uh it's it's myths and legends right, right. that's what this is because this is garbage what they're doing
0: yeah it, it, it is true it's true uh, this is what this is the way I feel about it. well based off of what you just said these are the things I actually understand now too um, when the transition happened is kind of like uh, when you actually buy a new house mm-hmm Uh, that house before you bought it, uh, the previous owner actually owned that house. He knows every nook and cranny of that house. He knows the things that are actually great about the house. He knows the things that are problems with the house. He knows that there are things that could be potential problems. If you stay here long enough, you'll be able to figure out that this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. And you're like, but I'm still going to go ahead and sell you this house. You say, okay, I'll buy the house. Uh, after you buy the house, then you're starting to notice that there's things that are wrong here, this, one there. You find out what the other person was saying was true, but you're like, well, I'm going to still do this with it. I'm still going to do this with it because it's still my house. Yeah, I know that there's a, a leak problem in the basement. Sure, I'll get somebody to come in, and I'm actually going to have them redesign the whole basement. And that's not a problem. you go going to redesign the whole basement. A few good water storms actually happen, and all of a sudden, you got water in your basement, and you just redesigned the whole thing. And they're supposed to be taken care of, but the issue wasn't inside, it was outside. The person was trying to tell you that when he tried to sell you the house, but you didn't hear. You heard them, but you heard them like, oh, well, it's inside. But no, it's coming from outside and it's seeping through the foundation and the water is now in your basement because there's been enough water to do that. So and that's, it's a long drawn out analogy, but what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is this. When Disney looks at Star Wars, they're viewing it as a product. Just like you go into the grocery store and you buy a jug of milk
1: yeah, no no no. Right, right. Get that.
0: no, no, no. You get that. I'm going to explain it for everybody else, too, because they'll feel the way you're feeling, but they're not seeing it from the other side. They're like, okay, I'm going to buy this milk. This milk is going to be mine. I'm going to do what I want with it. I'm going to pour it on top of my head. I'm going to pour it on top of my girlfriend's head. We're going to take it into the bedroom, and we're going to do things with that milk. None of your business. So, <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say is that that's a side example. But anyway, what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is this you know, it's a really, really weird example. <laughs> I don't want really to know what you and Melissa do or not, man. No, not me, man. I'm making, I'm making a very, very weird example. You're on
1: Does Melissa watch this? Does well, she, she
0: even listen to this? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not me. I don't, I don't do nothing with milk. I mean, I, whatever you do in your bedroom is your business. Long story short is that when a person or whoever, a company, actually buys a product, they do what they want with it. They don't care what the originator of that milk or the producer of that milk actually says. Okay, I know I'm a producer's milk for people to drink. However, when a consumer, somebody on the other end, actually pays money to buy that, they do whatever they want with that milk. It's the same thing with Star Wars. Yeah. They view it as a product. Yeah, like, just leave it down hate you so <laughs> they view it as a product. So they buy that product and George's like, well hey, if we'll let me go it's like, well, the whole purpose of buying that product is for us to do what we want with that product. Because if they actually bring you along with I it, it, I but but so here's know, the, know, all right, right, right. but if they bring George on this is their perspective, we're already <laughs> paying you a whole lot of money for your product, four point four billion. Right. So why are we gonna pay you four point four four billion to be able to have complete control over your product and still have you attached to it. Because if you're attached to it, we still got to pay you until from kingdom come because now we're dependent on you to give us uh supplement content for this IP that we now own. We already have our own writers. We already have our own everything. We don't want you because if we get you, we got to pay you too on top of your IP. We're not doing that. George like, I don't understand. It's my baby. Like, we get that, but you sold it. You sold your baby. Your babies are now, so, <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: right. so, we're,
0: so we're gonna take your baby <laughs> and we're gonna put him in the dungeon and we're also gonna put him in the kitchen and we're gonna make him clean the bathrooms and they're like, I know you you didn't have any attention for your, your, your baby to do these things, but this is what happens when you actually sell. You, we give you money, you mm-hmm. give us your IP, We're done with the business. And George said, but but I can still go like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, yes, yes, we'll we'll go ahead and listen to what you have to say. We'll listen. As long as you (laughs) sign. As long as you sign and we give you the check and you take the check and we take the paper with the signature, we're done here. No more conversations. Like, we can have conversations, sure, I mean, if you want to talk. But all that talk is not going to add to us giving you another paper that says you're you're now tied to go ahead and give us more content. Because that's more money. and We don't do that when we already have our own writers. We're already paying them. We're not going to pay them and pay you. But see,
1: this is this is one thing that. So you're going to use Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. The only Skywalker technically that's still left is Ben. But you did not address this. So you're bringing back Palpatine, mm-hmm. but you're not bringing back, as far as we know, Anakin. Right, And I think they are because there was a whole thing where uh, Ian McDiarmid, who's Palpatine, and Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Mm -hmm. and Darth Vader, um, were supposed to go do some event in Salt Lake City, and then Disney, like, you're not doing it. You're not giving a, like, you can go, and you can take pictures of people, you're not answering questions.
0: You're not on your panel.
1: Yeah, you're not doing any panels. No panels for you two. And it's like, kind of weird, like, okay, well, why can't? I can understand why Ian McDiarmid can't do it, because he's Palpatine, he's going to be, because, I mean, after Star Wars Celebration, we saw that he was going to be, he was there, and he was, his voice was in the trailer, Mm -hmm. but we haven't heard anything about Hayden Christensen, so why can't he be in it? Oh, so does this mean Hayden's in the movie, crickets? And then it's like, okay, so give us something. So we can at least not go on epic rants like I just went on. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's like, if you don't put Anakin in this movie, then what was his sacrifice for? What was Darth Vader's sacrifice at the end of Return of Jedi Mm -hmm. to bring balance to the Force? Mm -hmm. What was it for? Was it just because this is what George wanted at the beginning? Like when he did these movies, and Disney's like, guess what? We're not doing that. Mm. We're going to go with our own direction, mm. and we're just going to retcon everything and say, no, nah, Palpatine's still alive. You fell down that. We don't want to get into like like right, what right, I've right, been right. hearing, what people have been saying about like going into the world between worlds or the uh yes Yes. yes. you don't need a whole nother movie just to explain exactly so this Uh. is why i am upset about them bringing palpatine back you brought in snoke and you really don't give us enough backs so what makes me upset is disney the way they're handling lucasfilm it's Mm. like before when you watched george lucas's star wars movies you could watch the movies and that was all you had to do. If you want to dive deeper into the lore, you could read the books Mm -hmm. and that was great. But now with Disney, you have to not only watch Rebels, not only have to watch the new show that they have, but you, and, and then you have to watch all these other shows to understand what is going on for this one movie. And you shouldn't have to do that. Marvel doesn't make you do that because when we watch all the Marvel movies, Yeah, we read comic books, so we have a firm understanding of what happened in the comics. Mm -hmm. But the movies represent something different. They are a different medium, and the stories are only taken from those comic books and then are redone into a way that we can absorb it through a different medium. But with Star Wars, they're like, nah, not only do you have to play the new Jedi Fallen Order game, you have to read the comics, you have to read the books, and watch the TV shows for this one
0: movie to make sense, which is bull crap. You shouldn't have to do that. But Disney likes that because that feeds into all of their models, with the exception of the, the video game. Because I think that, was that still Stony? As far as the video game portion of it, or is that still Disney on that one? What fall, Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, Fallen Order. No, that's Lucasfilm. EA is uh, publishing it. Okay, so but yeah, so with the exception of that, all the other money is rolling to Disney Plus. As far as because all that content is there, like the the cartoons and also the the other stories that they're actually going to try to put through there too. So it actually ends up in their favor for people to actually do the do the digging. Digging for those who are the community members that haven't actually explored that area, it actually benefits them to do it.
1: And they also showed
0: the ghost. Why are you showing the ghost? Who's flying the ghost?
1: Is it, is it, uh, I'm sorry. I'm about to go off. Like, do you understand, like, you, if you, if you, when you showed that trailer and you showed, like, all those planes and then, I mean, all those ships, Yeah. and then you show the Millennium Falcon Mm -hmm. come down, and then you show the other ship, prominently showed the other ship. To its right, which was the ghost right. from rebels, yeah. where uh, General—I mean, uh, you know—it's uh, Ezra, not Ezra's. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, he was trained. Uh, he trained Ezra, mm-hmm. and he married her before he died. Right. And um, and then they had a son. So is it their son that's flying the ghost? Because in Rogue One, they called her General Sandula, mm-hmm. which we didn't know that she had that title. Mm-hmm. And then she, because she was in Rogue One, Chopper was in Rogue One. Mm-hmm but they didn't show anyone else. But by this time, Ezra is probably like the same age as Luke because right. he was just a couple years older than Luke right. And uh, for Rebels. So is he going to be in this film? Like, like, what? why show this ship? Are you just trying to do fan service? Fine. Put it way in the background and actually have like the Enterprise back there so it's an Easter egg. Because right. I wouldn't doubt J.J. Abrams did that. <laughs> but like, um, you know, I mean, yeah. along with his lens flares that he does in every freaking film. But like... Um, you, that, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, it's one thing if you hide your stuff, like when George Lucas, when, he, when they were doing Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and if you looked in, I think his Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm-hmm. they had, uh, in some of the hieroglyphics, yeah. there, was, uh, there was a few things in there, yeah. where in the hieroglyphics they had C3CO C-C-O- and R2G2. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was there. And then there was another thing, I can't think of what exactly they had in it, but there was another throwback to, like, another film he did. And then in, um, I think, was it um, Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. where uh, they were showing the Senate, the the whole Council of yeah, yeah. all of the Galactic Senate, yeah. there was the ET creatures, like they were in there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know George yeah, yeah. Lucas and
1: yeah, yeah. and uh, Steven Spielberg are friends because I mean they collaborated on that. Yeah. So those are those are small things that like the camera's panning and you see the et creatures are like eh, eh, eh. so that's not a huge thing right. but you in a trailer prominently show the ghost what are you doing with this what? that's 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 the kind of stuff what makes me so mad yeah because if you're trying to do fan service Hide the ghost
0: behind another, behind a, a medical frigate. I think what they're trying to do, they're just trying to show connectivity. Like they're trying to do like their Marvel things. Because remember, they're like once upon a time, like they had Agents of the Shield like loosely connected to the movie. Everybody yeah, yeah, thought, yeah. thought there was going to be a major connection. No, it was just one person like, oh, I see this happening and this happening in the future. That's your connection. Oh, <laughs> speaking
1: of connections, which, and I know this is like kind of off subject, right? Okay. Guess who I heard is coming back to play a role from Marvel TV? Who's that? John Barenthal. I heard that they are gonna use him as Punisher now.
0: I I am not
1: mad about that. I'm not mad about that. That's my guy. I like John
0: Barenthal as Punisher. You can't get a better Punisher than that. No, 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 I do as Punisher. So but
1: like so that that's the kind of stuff that like Marvel movies, the MCU does way better when it concerns cohesion. But that's because they have a vision. Kevin Feige had a vision, mm-hmm. and when they're making the movies, Kevin Feige's looking at it. It's like, no, we're not doing this. This doesn't fit with this narrative. Yeah, even when um, they were doing Venom and uh, some of the other, and the other uh, Into the Spider Verse, they don't tell you that Kevin Feige had a role in all those movies. Of course, but he did. Right. And the reason why they did a lot of those reshoots for Venom mm-hmm. is because Kevin Feige was like, no, nah, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. Right. And it also makes me think that's why um, when Sony had said that like uh, the reason for pulling Spider-Man out mm-hmm. was because they were like, well, Kevin Feige's not going to have time. And we're all thinking, like, what do you mean he's not going to have time to like, do that? But that's because now we know that he's doing a Star Wars movie, which is code for them saying Kathleen Kennedy's out. Guess who's coming in? Right, so, because we need that money. Well, yeah, but you, so, thank you, like, that's the one thing, if you, you, okay, so you have your own direction for Star Wars, I can be fine with that, but give it some direction, it seems like we watched The Force Awakens, and then we got, like, a whole new series with The Last Jedi, and now you have to try and bring it all back full circle, Mm. Who knows what they're gonna do with this movie? And that's why, like as a star wars as a, as a Star Wars fan, I just cannot
0: I'm just like, oh. so in long story short, I know that you're they're, they're doing what they're doing because they're trying to actually just kill off all the things that are familiar with Star Wars. So that way they can try to still take the same IP, which is the Star Wars brand, and make their own stories. Because they've been trying to do it with the last few what's-the-names and still separate from it. And they're noticing that people aren't liking it. It's like, well, well, crap. Well, they still, people still have these attachments. People are still expecting Luke. People are still expecting Leia, even though we're trying to phase them out. We're literally telling people, we're trying to phase this out. You know, and everybody's yeah. still emotionally attached to it, which is fine because it's attached to people's childhood, as the community. That's actually
1: those are people who are who
0: are supporting you, right, right? So you're gonna like just tell them because because they believe in the brand that they can produce. So they're like, but let me, but you won't like this the new stuff that I have because you're still attached to this old stuff. Well, that's
1: why at the beginning when they bought Lucasfilm, they got rid of, uh, they they canceled Clone Wars. And that was the first thing they did when they got when they acquired Are they it. it back, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the fans got got outraged about it, and then they brought then they brought you know the um the one new Star Wars animated show, and people didn't latch on to that as mm-hmm. well as Rebels right. or uh, Clone Wars. Right. And then you know the the suits were like, well, why aren't we making money? It's like, well, no one wants to watch our other show. Well, what show do people want to watch? Find out. And they did their poll testing and everything yeah. like that, and people were like, "Bring back Clone Wars! We never got an ending to that. You canceled it." And it's like, "Oh, oh okay. you like yeah. it? Yeah, you like it? Oh, okay. Well, let's get uh, let's get Dave Filoni back on that. So then, you know, Dave Filoni's been working on what, on uh, that yeah. that show yeah. and The Mandalorian with John Favreau, yeah. and it's like, and and I'm glad John Favreau is doing The Mandalorian yes. because he actually is a Star Wars fan. Like, legit is a fan. did voices on uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. And, um, but do I think J.J. Abrams is a Star Wars fan? No, I think he respected George Lucas, respected him until he got the money, and then was like, "Mm, I want complete creative control over everything. Right. And, like, some of the stuff I've heard about what was going on on set, Mm -hmm. where it was all about Bad Robot instead of Lucasfilm, which this is a Lucasfilm property, and you're putting your production company... Ahead of the company that's doing it, dude, that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. That's like if we had a, a, a guest come on our show and they're like, oh, I ain't Silver Girl Show no more. It's my show. Right. It ain't happening.
0: True. But at the same time, again, it we wouldn't. Would, would, yeah. <laughs> you know what this is. <laughs> But anyway, so, but yeah, I, I get that. And also, too, um, when a production company is paid to do something, and yeah. now keep in mind, it's all about who is handing you the check. You hand Bad Robot a check and say, I want you to do this. And they say, okay, well, you're the boss because you handed me a check. I have to do X, Y, and Z. I guarantee they're probably friends at first, and which is fine. And They're probably still, there's a level of friendship there for the moment just to keep the peace. But at the same time, if, some, if your boss hands you a check and says, you need to do this, and are like, well, I mean, but he's my friend. And like, yeah, I understand that. But I'm paying you a whole lot of money to do X, Y, and Z. If you don't do it, I will take your check and get somebody else to come in and do it. Then you're like, you're my friend, but I got, I got, I got to do what the boss says. So it's, I think it's kind of like that, that particular aspect It too. could be, it could be, it could be. It, it, it leaves, it leaves it up to interpretation.
1: And granted, I don't know JJ Abrams,
0: so I don't know if right. he's
1: a douchebag or not.
0: Right, right. So those things, it, it can literally go either way. Probably is. about. Really so, yeah, so yeah, you know what this is. You so, <laughs> I <mean, he> probably <laughs> a douchebag. I'm not gonna lie to you. So it's so probably a bag of douche. <laughs> So, anyway, um, <laughs> that is too funny. But anyway, uh, outside of that, uh, anything else we actually had, I think I had one more thing I wanted to jump on, uh, which was the uh, new show that's actually coming up. It actually is already started as uh, Watchmen from HBO. Uh, I know you haven't watched it as of yet. No, I'm going to watch it once we're done. Right. So, <laughs> right. Because it, I put like this. When we first started the podcast, we had our major discussion usually around uh, at least one particular show, which is like Game of Thrones was actually where we I think, towards the end of Game of Thrones. We, we did, and there was and also the Umbrella Academy. Academy. Yes, which they are bringing back a season two, and I think they've already started filming for it. Yeah, so, and the reason
1: why it's yeah. taken so long is like, it's like shooting ten movies. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> oh, and uh, uh, Lost in Space is coming back too. They're almost done. They're, they're, I haven't even seen the first one. So. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. You gotta watch Lost in Space. Uh, yeah. It was like if there was a reason to get for me to get a curved television. Lost in Space mm-hmm. was a reason because there was yeah. sometimes where they did like some of the wide <laughs> shots, <laughs> the and wide it shots. was well, it was parallaxed. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, dude, I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Awesome!
0: <laughs> awesome! So anyway. Uh, as far as HBO, uh, HBO's new show, Watchmen, it will probably end up being one of the major things we actually talk about on the podcast, so just getting you prepared for that now. Because I already watched the first one, uh, the first uh, episode, which was last Sunday, and this Sunday we'll make uh, episode number two. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really, really awesome show. Uh, if you don't know what the trailer of it, just go ahead and look, at, look for the trailer, look for it on YouTube, uh, Watchmen uh, TV show. Really awesome. Uh, won't get into any spoilers for it right now. Give you the opportunity to go ahead and watch it uh, the first two episodes. But you said this takes place after yes. the graphic novel right, and right. the movie, right? So there is a there is a movie that was already. I was I forgot when it actually came out. Oh, like right. uh, eight years ago, something like that. Right. So Seven, um, eight years ago. Now I will tell you the movie is a standalone. It, it exists by itself. It is not attached to the show. So I will tell you that. What is attached to this uh, HBO Watchmen show is the comic book. The comic book is actually the beginning of, the actu- of basically what happens... 2009, so it's 10 years okay. ago. 2009, about 10 years ago. Okay. So what it is is that the HBO show takes place about 20 years after the comic book for Watchmen. So with Ooh, that... So that would be like present time. Okay. But it doesn't look like present time. It's, it's an alternate year right it, it it's it's kind of like the same like in a comic book where you have like some things are like old and some things are like kind of newish they have that same type of trend except it looks more current day but there's still like some like weird like sci-fi stuff going on but it looks kind of retroish so it carries that same type of vibe but it's like current day so and it, like i said it, it's a really really good show like i said i won't get any spoilers for it i'll let you go ahead and watch the first one and I will let you know, it is a mature for mature audiences. This is not for children. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that being said, watch accordingly. Uh, outside of that, I think we're going to bring this podcast to a close. Wasn't His out. Dark Materials coming out soon, too? Uh, that like, in the November or in the middle of November? I can't remember. Uh, let's see. His Dark Materials. materials. HBO. HBO. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think. Cause I could have sworn it was mid-November. When that actually Yeah, I can't uh, wait for that. Uh, yeah. So that was actually based off of Golden Compass. We were talking November third. About... November third. That's so next week. Ooh. Ooh. So we got a double. So we're gonna be talking about two shows then. So we gotta be um, talking about Golden, Golden Compass and uh let's see, not Golden Compass, his Dark Materials from HBO and also uh Watchmen the T V show. So we're gonna be talking about those two shows probably on a regular basis. <laughs> pretty much pretty much. Oh, and The Witcher. Oh what is that? Is that December?
1: uh it's either november or december but it's on netflix right
0: so probably be talking about that one too so we're going to have our docket full pretty soon so (laughs) i hope you guys are prepared for it in the meantime we'll go ahead and call this podcast to a close and we again thank you everybody for your likes and your subscribes and your comments that you're actually leaving on each and every single video it actually helps us to get recognized and also, we want to hear your rants on this whole Star Wars thing. Do you think yes. I'm crazy for, th- for saying what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you agree
1: with RJ that the trailer was really good? Do you agree with me? Whereas it's like, yeah. I mean, so let us know, please, because this is the only way we can make stuff. We want to include you guys in right. so we can we can talk about your comments on the show um otherwise it'll just be us
0: ranting which is fine which I mean, is fine i mean it is what it is but but again when you're rocking with circle Brothers, you Rock, you with the best yes. and you're in your family here so we want to include julian on that conversation but without further ado again this is rj and this is eric and thank you guys for tuning in and yeah that's actually charizard so outside of that thank you guys for tuning in we'll go ahead and to you guys later peace